Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Entertainment Now podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Ian. And uh, so I will say that I forgot to say on the last uh, couple of episodes we did, if you're watching this on YouTube, because all of our episodes will be up on our YouTube channel, of course, uh, give us you know thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, all that, uh, all that Facebook. I'm sorry, all, all that uh, YouTube jazz. But mm-hmm. uh, pod, podcast is available pretty much everywhere. It's on uh, Anchor and uh, you know uh, Spotify. Spotify is a huge place for one of the biggest places for for podcasts now. But uh, shows up on there. It's on you know all the Apple sites and all that stuff too. But uh, we it's we're pretty easy to find. You can also find us on Facebook. We got a Facebook page. Uh, that uh, you can find the entertainment now podcast on and uh i don't know we're we're, we're, we're today we're kind of talking about uh some of our favorite movies our top five movies and of course anytime you talk about anything like this is always very 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 subjective <laughs> right and and i'm sure if you're a movie fan a movie buff your top five could change you know all the time oh uh, mine does. so so this list we could do this this show again and in a year and my list will be different to be completely honest we can probably do this show in an hour my uh, an hour from now my, in my list <laughs> yeah that, that this is true this is true <laughs> this is like our top five as of right now how about that ian yeah that that sounds fair i know that uh we was it uh last episode we were talking about uh that 70s show maybe in the first mm-hmm. oh it was uh it was on our first episode we were talking right, about com- yeah, we're comfort talking shows comfort shows yeah so the I know you haven't watched it yet, but I watched the 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 new season of that '90s show. Mm-hmm. First off, they're really short episodes. It's really easy to watch. They're only twenty two minute episodes. There's only ten of them, so I was yeah. able to like rip through the entire season in one night. And I know it's gotten kind of mixed reviews. Kind of, yeah. You know, I don't really pay that much attention to reviews anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was really good. Like, I've heard uh, I've heard good things from you know like YouTube channels that I watch. No, I haven't watched any like reviews like they did a show about it yeah but they i've watched a few channels and they've it's been mentioned and they didn't say that it was like groundbreaking but they all said that they enjoyed it and it was funny yeah it was definitely funny i mean i think it really kind of it did a really good job at like taking off right from the previous uh series you know right straight from the 70s show because that 70s show was really funny and yeah. it, it's 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 funny in a different way because with the with that 70s show, it was really kind of centered around the kids. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the humor came from the kids and what the kids said and what the kids did. And it's kind of mixed with this because Red and, 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 and Kitty have a lot of, you know, a, a lot of scenes in the new series. Right. And they do a great job. And they, they're both funnier in hell. Uh, right. You know, they both have comedy backgrounds anyway. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because they're they're kind of the... I feel like they're almost kind of like the backbone of, of the series because I guess the same thing with, with that 70s show, you know, none of them were really household names and really anything at that time. Right. And no, it was because thing, of that show that they, a lot of them did become household yeah. names. And it's really kind of the same thing. These kids are all like 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so, you know, several of them, it's like basically their first, acting jobs mm-hmm. they do a great job i can't wait for the next season to come out like i said i binged it an entire night i don't typically watch a lot of tv so right. i don't have a whole uh, lot of time but well uh, since we're talking about netflix shows uh real quick uh, i just saw that they announced that uh 
season six of Cobra Kai will be its final season. Yeah, I saw that also. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's I think it's fine. I think it kind of uh, yeah, it's kind of run its course. I mean the the creators said that they had they had ideas that could stretch to ten seasons. Yeah, um, I just didn't. But see... they were always kind of pragmatic about it and said, you know, it could go ten seasons, but it doesn't have to go ten seasons. Yeah, and I agree. I think where they're at now, it's it's kind of a natural spot to end it yeah. on a high note. You know, so because uh, I've I've enjoyed every season and since it started, it's been a. Yeah. a, a I high feel like there's a couple a couple of seasons were a little more down for me. Um. I think yeah, the I, can first, see that. I think the first two seasons were definitely their strongest seasons. Mm-hmm. But I think see the uh, season five was, you know, almost as good as those first couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. The um, only season that I that was a little weaker for me was three. Yeah, um, same, and same that was only because I I understand where they had to go with it with yeah. um, Miguel's uh, recovery. It, yeah. But I don't know if I would have written that. In. I mean, if I was writing it, I wouldn't have written him getting injured that badly because no. it's and kind then, of unbelievable for him to have recovered the way he did. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of some of the issues I've had with the series, even though it is a fantastic series. I, I Overall, I love the entire series. Uh, but some of it is very, it, it does kind of touch on unbelievable at, yeah. at times. We'll say it, it stretches credulity, but it's yeah. very, in my opinion, it's very minor. And it really doesn't do it that much more than it the is. movies no, did. No, yeah, I know. I know. It's very much uh, in the same universe as, as the yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. You know, I'm not saying it's bad because of, you know, some of those more unbelievable aspects. It just, uh, you know, I will say multiple times a season, I like, I kind of roll my eyes at it. Like, right. <laughs> Which, you know, that's all kind of part of it also, but right. it's still a great series. If Absolutely. you haven't watched it, go watch Cobra Kai. Yeah, definitely watch it. Another thing I I, I will say that I don't binge watch really anything other mm-hmm. than Friends, because Friends is something I can binge watch and I don't really need to watch. Uh, right. I got sucked into the, I know you're not a fan of Western stuff. You're, no. uh, you, you haven't watched Yellowstone. I love Yellowstone. No. Ye- Yellowstone is like, the best way to kind of put it is uh, it's like the Sopranos meet the wild West kind of thing, even though it's mm-hmm. like takes place in modern times. It has that like mafia kind of feel to it, which I, you know, I was like, but mm-hmm. I got really sucked into the two prequel series, uh, 1883. And then so 1883 stars um, Harrison Ford. No, that's uh, 1823 is Harrison Ford. Uh, 18, okay. 1823 is fucking fantastic. Is it? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Harrison it's Ford, got Harrison Ford and, and, and Helen Mirren in it. So, yeah, um, and I will say that that's the cool thing about the prequel series for Yellowstone is you don't have to watch Yellowstone. Yellowstone is, okay. you know, it, it's really kind of irrelevant to the story. And the same thing with 1883. You can watch 1883 and really... 1923 has nothing to do with it either. 1823, uh, say, uh, uh, 1883 stars um, uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, and they're like the uh, so the family in Yellowstone. This is their like great great grandparents. Right. It's their like journey on the Oregon Trail from Texas to Montana. Right. Okay. So it's great. You know, if you're a fan of like Western stuff and like the Western expansion kind of stuff, it's a great series. I really, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, 
but I will say that I, I watched them very much out of order. Uh, cause Yellowstone is on, I didn't even know I had Yellowstone cause yeah, this season five of Yellowstone just started, mm-hmm. but you can only watch it on Paramount network. So you can only watch it on TV right now. You can't stream it. And I didn't know I could watch. I didn't even know I had Paramount network. So I was like, well, I can't stream it all. We'll have to wait till it's on, uh, one of the, you know, uh, Paramount plus or whatever later mm-hmm. in the year. So I'll watch, I was like, oh, I'll watch, uh, cause I really had no interest in watching, uh, 1883 i was like oh i'll watch 1923 because it's got harrison ford in it. of course it's gonna be mm-hmm. you know interesting and i got completely sucked into it there's only four episodes out right now because they're in the middle of their it's like a mid-season break and okay. then uh the next episode doesn't start until the first week in february so i watched the first four episodes like in a fucking night mm-hmm. i was like well shit <laughs> now, I, now i'm kind of invested in this i went back and watched the uh, first season of uh, of 1883. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of got sucked into all that. But the funny thing was, like, you, you probably won't watch it, so I, I'm not going to... I guess I can kind of yeah. spoil some of it. Is, yeah, spoiler like, alert for the viewers and listeners. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so when they be like halfway through or three quarters of the way through filming 1883, because 1883 was filmed before 1923, they had given them the go-ahead for a season two. Not knowing that pretty much everyone fucking dies <laughs> in in eighteen eighty three in the like, first season, it, it's the only season because everyone fucking dies. Oh, yeah. They gave it. A, they gave it a second season. That's why. So they they created. They went ahead with and made because the eighteen twenty three wasn't going to happen. Mm. So that's what the second season of the series is. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, okay. But it sounds like there was only going to do but two you, seasons. Of, you keep uh, bouncing around. Is it 1823 or 1923? I'm sorry. You said it, you said it both ways. That's it's eight, 1883 and 1923. Okay. They take place. They take place 40 years apart. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. When you, it's, it's numbers. So <laughs> yeah, the, it is 1883. Like said, 1883 is the only one you've said the same all the way through. Yes. But the 23 kept saying 1823, the 1923. It's 1923. 1923. And it's technically the second season of 1883 is what you're saying. Kind of, but I mean, not really because they're not connected. Other than the the through storyline of the family. Yes. Which is like I said, you can, you can watch, you can watch 1923 and never watch 1883. It's irrelevant. Other than the fact that Harrison Ford is Tim McGraw's brother, which like I said, other than the first, like, four minutes of the very first episode of 1923 like it doesn't matter but anyway i got gotcha. sucked in all that so i, I i've been watched i've been binge watching that for the entire week which like i said I it's it's funny because i'll binge watch really anything right and i haven't really been binge watching anything recently no. I'm just yeah bits and pieces here i checked out the first two episodes of the new night court which were okay how is that it's okay um the only complaint i would have and it's not even it's not an issue with the making of it it's just so after i watched the first two episodes i went back and watched a couple old episodes like from the very first season of the original series yeah and i noticed that it's just everything's rushed in the new thing i mean it's just super fast paced the dialogue it's um everything's delivered fast it's boom 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 and done and it's just Whereas the old one, even though it's only like a minute, like two minutes longer, an yeah. episode, it's got more time. 
yeah, for some reason, things feel more naturally delivered. Yeah. You, you know, know, I don't the, know. It's the I, think, original... I think it's just a, a a symptom of modern sitcoms. Yeah, the original series relied, I feel like, heavily on Harry Anderson. Even though it was, it was an ensemble I, cast, right? As I say, I think it even started out more as a Harry Anderson vehicle. Yeah, um, it, it it might have. So not having Harry Anderson, obviously, he died in what twenty eighteen, something like that. Twenty sixteen. It was just a few years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Several years ago, and then Marky Post. I didn't know she died. Uh, twenty twenty one. So did um the uh, the guy who played Mac. I can't remember his name now. Robinson, I think was his. Last oh, is name. he? I didn't. I didn't, didn't even. They, know he they was both. Dead. Him and Marky Post both died the same year. Oh, okay. So, you know, not having, because originally I was like, why is John Larroquette the only person that's involved in this series? I have a feeling that'll change because there's still Marsha Warfield and um, Richard Mull. Which they both said that they have no interest in in being in it. Yeah, Yeah. if they don't want to be in it, then there's no reason to have them there. But how they brought John Larroquette back to it is kind of okay. I mean. Because he's the def- he's the public defender now, right? Yes, she brings or, him back. She because the first time back. he was the prosecutor. Yes, yes. Yeah. Is uh, he still a sex addict? Because even no, though they kind of they yeah. they kind of clean that up at the end of the original series, right? And they was, imply that he was married and his wife is dead. They didn't oh, okay. say it, but they kind of implied it. Okay, I'll so, watch it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I liked it, but it's just everything. Just it's it's too that it's you know it. I don't know. It's, it's, a, hard it's, to it's a modern sitcom. Yeah, but even like, I think it, it suffers if they maybe did it as a as a multi camera, or was it single camera? A single camera comedy, yeah. more like a Modern Family or uh, Home Economics. Yeah, I think it would it would probably work better. Yeah. By the way, have you watched Home Economics? I have. I. It's a great really, fucking series. I really like that. Show. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. I'm like halfway through. The, I think I'm actually caught up on the most recent series, uh, season, I think. Yeah. Because they're in uh, their, 11, I think they're in their third or fourth season right now. Their third season, and I think yeah. they're in episode 11 or something like that. Yeah, something like I, that. Whatever the the most recent episode is, is the only one I have to watch. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I've i always liked Topher Grace. I thought he, you know, he was a good actor. I will say that, did you see the episode where they went to uh, Disneyland? Mm-hmm. Or Disney, yeah. They're in California. Yeah, so I think Disneyland. that was the first first or second episode of season three yeah yeah so uh it, it was i don't know if you caught or not did you catch the super the spider-man thing no i didn't so yeah spider-man walks by and they're like oh oh it's 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 spider-man he's like i don't like spider-man because you know he played he was uh, i know he was in spider-man 3 he played brock uh yeah uh what's his name <laughs> so I, I i thought it was a I got a good laugh out of that that's pretty good it, you know it's funny that i actually i I missed that entire reference. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. But yeah, it's a great show. I think they do a really good job with it. And uh it's a, it's a they they put together a great ensemble cast for that one also. Yeah, I think so. I think the the cast because really only two of them, only two of them are like known actors, right? Um, Topher Race, Topher Race, and then his wife is uh she's probably a bigger actor than Topher Grace is. I don't remember what her name is, but to be honest with you, I didn't recognize any of the other cast other than the parents. Really? So she was actually a big um she was a big TV star in Mexico. Okay. And I don't live in Mexico. So she <laughs> so I don't remember was several probably about ten years ago she started she got uh uh a spot on 
How to Get Away with Murder. So she was okay. Yeah, I never watched one that of the show. big one of the big actresses in that one of the big parts in that series. She's done a couple other things since then. So yeah, I mean, like overall, she probably has a bigger career than than Topher Grace. Okay, but uh, yeah, the rest of them, I don't think. Well, the the I mean, they've all been in other stuff, but I just didn't really recognize them. I couldn't say, oh, that's that person from that movie or that show or whatever. Yeah, well, the the girl that plays, or the I should call her a girl, the woman that plays Topher's sister's wife. Yeah, she's, she's I mean, she comedian. was she was. I would say she was probably the most recognizable. Like I she's saw a big her. Stand, like, she she, I yeah, know she does stand up uh, comedy, and she's okay. fucking hilarious too. I've I've watched a couple of her. Like she, I don't think she's done like specials, but uh, I follow her on Instagram, so she always puts. You know, reels Clips. up uh, of of her comedy. She's fucking hilarious, is she? Yeah, that's good. And like I said, I, the the parents I recognize from other stuff. So, well, yeah, yeah, of course. But you know, the, the other siblings, not so much, right? But yeah, I don't know. That was a long segue into our top five movies, right? I will say that. Uh, so, like putting these in in order, what uh, was kind of hard. Yeah. Uh, you know the order on really any of these five can really change. I'm not mine are not in an order. I'm just gonna just list off my five. So mine are mine are in order. But if you want to go ahead, and just toss one out there, Ian. Well, for my be, first be, one be, though, before you before you attack me for mine, I'm not gonna attack you for it. I mean, <laughs> I, I I mean, I guess there's a handful of movies I could say you're out of your mind, but yeah, sure. Um, so we talked we talked before we went on and and lumping certain movies into their respective series or trilogies yeah. is acceptable, which is kind of good. Cause I was going to go with just back to the future, but I'd much rather go with the trilogy back to the future trilogy. Cause as a trilogy, I think it's, it's a perfect, you can sit and watch it. I actually, it's all, it's all re- one movie. It's all one movie. And I kind of recommend that if you're going to sit and watch the movies, you got to watch them just back to back set aside. I know it's like six hours, but set aside that six hours, that's nothing for people watching TV anymore. Plus, you know, people plus, people can binge it, it, 10, 12 hours of Game of Thrones. They can watch six hours of Back to the Future. I've I've watched, you know, an entire trilogy of uh, the Lord of the Rings. So in one sitting, <laughs> in one sitting. Yeah. See, oh, I, I should I that, shouldn't but... say that. I didn't do Lord of the Rings. I did the the Hobbit trilogy. Okay. I watched all three of them. Uh, I still haven't watched the third one. And that was uh, you know, that's that's a lot longer than you know, six hours to watch movies, but. Yeah, six hours barely gets you through one and a half. Through through two of them. Yeah, well, it doesn't get you through two of them. I think two of them would be almost seven hours yeah. if you're watching the theatrical cuts. Yeah. And if you watch the extended, it's closer to eight. Um, I want to say there's just like little. I think they're three and a half hours, a little over three and a half hours. The extended, extended cuts. The extended cuts are the extended the, cut of Return of the King is four. Yeah, or just over four. That's so. Lord of the Rings. That's not The Hobbit. Oh, right. oh yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. I don't know how long those yeah. are extended. Yeah, I want to say they're only like the extended versions. I want to say are like three and a half, maybe three, three hundred, three forty or something like that. Okay, I do want to go back and rewatch them. I just haven't gotten around to it. But yeah, um, yeah, uh, Back to the Future, the Back to the Future trilogy. We'll say it's my number five. Yeah. So, uh, mine is a, a very recent movie, came out in twenty eighteen. And that is a star is born. Absolutely fucking love that movie. Mm. Uh, it, it's it's a great it's a great movie. It's if you've ever seen any of the other ones, it's far better than any of the other ones. I, I think this was the fifth version of that movie. Mm. I'm not a big Lady Gaga fan, but she does a great job in it. 
Uh, Bradley Cooper does a great job in the movie also. I think it was his directorial debut also, I believe. Possibly. I didn't know he directed it, but if he did, it would be probably his first. I'm I'm almost 100% sure it was his his first... uh, his for the first movie he directed, but like I said, great movie from beginning to end. Hmm. Okay. So for my number four, Halloween, nineteen seventy eight. Just it's a great one. Yeah, I mean, and not just it's not just a great horror film. It's not just a great slasher film. It's a great movie overall because it took what could have been just a cheap run of the mill B horror movie, and just through. Uh, uh, shot design and 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 set uh, just everything it it really elevated it's elevated yeah. to a point where it's a f- great film it's so one it's of those a, it's, it's one of those movies where if things didn't play out right it would have just been a b movie it, that nobody it, it would have exactly exactly um you know i think they kind of uh every risk that they took making that movie they made the right decision on absolutely and i think in and even though he was a relatively new director john carpenter i think in the hands of any other director it would have most likely failed with maybe the exception of Wes craven because he was kind of at the same level as john carpenter at that time yeah i don't think anyone else could have pulled that movie off the way he did with his sensibilities yeah that he still has today, you know, but he still exercises when he, when he decides to direct a movie anyway. No, no, it's definitely a good one. It's probably as far as like horror slasher movies go, it's definitely one of my favorite ones. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, if, I, if I was putting a list together of favorite horror movies, that would definitely be on there for sure. Oh yeah. It'd even though my, I was, even though I was never like a huge Halloween fan, uh, it's a great movie. Right. Especially yeah. It kind of kicks off the whole series. Yeah, you you can't take you can't hold it in the same category as it as it's uh, as the ones that come after it. Yeah. Even though it is the setup, the, none of the movies, as good as a lot of them are, or some of them are, they never live up to the original. Um, even when they intentionally go out of the way to try and do so. Yeah. So, and not a one of them out of the thirteen that have been made, uh, none of them have have reached that level. Uh, of suspense and and anticipation yeah none none of them have i don't very few movies ever do that i I think as far as those two suspense go the suspense as a suspenseful film goes very few films i think have ever lived up to that yeah so i agree with you on that one uh number four for me is uh sticking in that music kind of realm is that thing you do absolutely love that movie oh, yeah. it's, it's one of those movie. movies where i can sit down and watch it i can probably watch it every other week if i if if i have the time yeah it's funny i i actually was thinking about that movie not too long ago and i was like i haven't seen that in ages and i really do need to sit down and, and re-watch that film yeah i mean it's, it's been it's, a long time it's a movie that i probably watch i would say probably at least once a year mm-hmm. maybe once every other year but I definitely watch it, you know, pretty on a pretty regular basis. I love that movie. That's yeah. uh, it's one of those movies that, uh, you know, it's just a fun movie. It's the yeah, yeah. And, and I think Tom Hanks really makes that movie, uh, even though you know all the guys that make up that band, they were kind of no name actors at the time. Then yeah, yeah. they've all gone on to do you know big most big movies. Most of yeah. them, yeah. 
So, yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, it's kind of a, uh, we'll say a comedic snapshot of a time period in music, I think. Oh, too. absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the, and the detail that they put into, you know, cause it was, it could have easily just been like a cheap kind of campy comedy, which hmm. in some or ways just it is. A, or but, just a, an independent film, you know, they got, yeah. you know, that everyone's, oh, that's good. And just moved on, you know, like a lot of but, independent films. Yeah. Time but period. a lot of the details that they put into making it as realistic and authentic to that time period, I think it really kind of helped it also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. My number three is actually music based too. And it's uh, Mr. Holland's opus. The funny yeah, thing is about that movie. Yeah. Is I don't know if you remember this. But so when I was in a band back in high school, we had a song that was titled after that movie. It was called. I vaguely called, remember. It was Mr. Funky's Opus. Yes. It was a song. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good as the movie. Say, no, no. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine it would be. Um, but yeah, no, that it's one of those movies. It's again, it's kind of a detail movie, but it's it's so like character driven. And Richard Dreyfus just. Yeah, of course. Shines. I mean, there's a lot of Absolutely. people who don't really like him as a person, but it's probably out of everything he's ever done, it's probably my favorite thing that he's done. It could be mine too, to be honest with you. And he's done some good stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it could be mine as well. But it's it's definitely my top five. I love that movie. And that's a movie that again I haven't watched in ages, but it should really be a movie I watch at least once a year. Yeah. It's on it's on Disney Plus, I believe. So Oh, is it? I think so. I think mm. it's on Disney Plus. So I, it's a movie I've I'm gonna go back and rewatch probably very soon. Maybe tonight. Not, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I definitely you know the great thing about that movie is kind of the same thing we've talked about with some of the other movies, is really kind of the details, mm-hmm. the small details that uh, really kind of help po- you know, push that movie along right. and uh, really kind of follow him throughout his, his entire career, his, his entire life. Life. Yeah. And what it, what it work what works for me and it's, it, it is the emotions not forced. The emotion comes to you naturally just through what's going on. It's I, there's a, a, a flaw I find in, in, in dr- dramatic films a lot of times where it's done in such a way that it's forcing the emotion, yeah. you know, and, and I know it's, there has to be some level of that where you know, the musical cues or, you know, the, the, the tone are setting up an emotional thing. I don't really see that as much in this and you still, the emotional beats are still hit every time, yeah. even yeah. without the emotional cues. And I really, I prefer it like that. I like it when it's a natural flow. There's, there's not a lot of movies that do that. And this is one of those. No, ab- absolutely. So I, your, I even get a little cho- choked up at the end, you know. That was your number three, you said? That was my number three, yeah. My number three pick is uh, probably kind of a controversial one. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Just because, of you know, the story itself is great, but uh, it's kind of a bullshit story. And that is Braveheart. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. It's a well-made movie. It's a very well-made movie. One of my favorite movies of all time, obviously, because I've got a number three. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, as far as, like, fact-based, like, (laughs) if you go, what's the website? Uh, History versus Hollywood, I think is the website you can go to. And they do a pretty good job of, like, matching up what's, like, fact-based to what, you know, the movie is. And, like, 
the movie's almost like a zero like yes his name was william wallace and it happened in scotland but scotland is a real place yes (laughs) there was a year of what 14 or 16 or whatever year it was and he was like drawn and quartered at the end but like the rest of the movie is complete bullshit it's it's a great movie though yeah it's it's one that uh it's probably one of those movies i've probably seen braveheart more than probably almost any movie Mm-hmm. over my life but mm-hmm. well that's my number yeah. three so my number two uh is the exorcist i mean it, not much can be said about this that hasn't already been said it's another situation where uh it's elevated by the the quality of the director the quality of the writing the quality of the acting yeah and there are times where i feel it's kind of um pretentious of William Friedkin who directed it to say that the exorcist is not a horror film uh, because really? he still he comes from, yeah he comes from that old era where it's like you know horror films were not cool there was they were not the uh they weren't considered real film they weren't considered real cinema uh so he he doesn't like what people call the exorcist a horror film i can see that to a point but yeah. it is a horror film and, and one of the best ones and one of the it is yeah arguably it is the best horror film ever made maybe a close second might be the shining and i had a hard time not putting the shining in my top five what are you talking about haunted honeymoon was the greatest horror movie ever made it was the greatest horror. <laughs> well it's one of the greatest horror comedies i've ever ever made. No, I, I, I love I'm that just, movie I'm, I'm just joking haunted honeymoon and clue are a good double feature by the way yes yeah um, oh the exorcist yeah it's just uh yeah, it's it's. I think it's a high point in cinema alone. That yeah. you know, take the horror element out of it. So that in that sense, I I will agree with William Friedkin on that level. But yeah, it's just it's it's just well, such a fantastic movie because the, it's, I think what what makes that movie so special is the fact that you know movies like that, like it was it was a groundbreaking movie mm-hmm. when it was made. Right. Obviously, you know, since then. It's it's not it's it, but that was like the Exorcist was the really kind of the, the first movie like that, and everything else is kind of. I would to, argue to that, that maybe level. Rosemary's Baby was probably maybe a little bit more ahead of its time than Exorcist, but the Exorcist took it to the next level. Yes, yes, so, yeah. yeah. No, that's a good for one for sure. Yeah. Uh, number two for me is where I kind of. Uh, lump in a bunch of movies okay because <laughs> i couldn't pick just one of the rocky movies i've got rocky one through five i take out the, the rocky balboa because like one through five were one story overall it was all, yeah, it was all a... one like yes you can kind of the rocky balboa is like a continuation of the story after rocky five but it's so like separate from the first mm-hmm. five movies of course the creed movies are I was just going to say, fantastic, Rocky, but Rocky Balboa is as separated from the first five as Creed is. Yes, yes. You know, even though that's they, why they, said, they all exist in the same universe, there's 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 a separation there. Yeah. For sure. and that's why I said it just just those first five movies. The like, if I were to pick like my favorite, obviously the first Rocky movie is incredible, and uh, you know I think the whole story behind it is you know because Sylvester Stallone was a struggling actor at the time he was mm-hmm. fucking broke you know he had you know a couple of dollars to his name and just happened to 
go to a Muhammad Ali fight. I don't even remember what, what city was in. I don't remember where, uh, who, uh, Ali was fighting, but it was like, Ali was fighting this like no name boxer. Mm-hmm. Like, and the no name boxer took Muhammad Ali, you know, for the full, whatever it was, 10, 10 or 12 rounds of that fight. And Muhammad Ali still won, but Sylvester Stallone went home and wrote like the rough draft of Rocky that night. Right. And, you know, Took it to a bunch of movie uh, movie um, companies, uh, and, and no one no one wanted to take buy that movie from him and and let him act in it. Right, like, it, it, the, I forgot who else was attached to it, but uh, you know there was definitely some interested you know production companies in, in that movie. Uh, but like, yeah, they they you know Sylvester Sloan was a nobody at that time, and then uh, you know for him to. Uh, acted it and, and write the whole movie you know it just it's a it's a kind of a great story in and of itself you know the creation of that series you know they're it's an they, underdog story within an underdog story yeah absolutely you know they've got a one million dollar budget you know worldwide gross they do like 225 million dollars i mean it's uh well i mean all the success stories in hollywood are like that you know yes yeah. you know some of the movies on our list halloween was three hundred twenty thousand dollars. yeah and it and it made you know, it's made near to near a billion thus far. Yeah. So. No, I, yeah, the whole series is fantastic. That's my number two. Yeah. So my number one, now it's controversial just because it's number one. But like I said, I didn't really put these in any particular order. And this list, obviously, like we've said, it could change next in the next hour. <laughs> yeah. But my, my number one is Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan. And it's be for multiple reasons. One, it's just a great goddamn movie. Yeah. Two, it pretty much defined what Star Trek would be for the next 30 years in many ways. And it came off of a movie that was a success, but wasn't, there's no way if they had continued going with the, the style that they were going with the motion picture, there would be any Star Trek right now. Yeah. They would have it would have died at number two, and uh, all the creatives that came together and created that story and made it such an emotional story within this action film, action sci-fi film. Uh, it's just yeah, it, it it's a movie that I do watch at least once every at no less than every couple months. Yeah, I go back and I rewatch. It, it's Star a great Trek movie. Is out of out of all the Star Trek movies. It's the uh, it's it's yeah I I think it is it's the most complete movie I think of, of the Star Trek series. That would be probably pretty fair to say. Um, I would say Star Trek Six is a close second, and yeah. but that's but that's even controversial within Trek fandom. Yeah. Although the, the people have really not to say that there was a lot of hate for Six. It was, six has always been considered one of the better films. But people are coming around, and I've actually seen some videos where people are making the argument that it's actually better than Star Trek Two. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. that. I will. I, I'll say that there are aspects of Six that maybe I think is as good, or maybe a little bit better mm-hmm. in in certain aspects than than Two. But like 
overall, I think two is a is a, a much better movie. I agree, and I agree with your statement that you know there are there are elements that you can see. Yeah. Eh, okay, that's a little that yeah. that was done better. Yeah, but it, it's easy to compare the two though because they're yeah. both the same director. Yeah. Um. So those are fair comparisons too to make. But, but yeah, Star Trek Two is at least for the the purposes of this video is my number one. Yeah. Uh, my number one is uh, kind of is, is another like collection of movies, mm-hmm. and that is the Godfather trilogy, mm-hmm. which uh, I'm on the record as saying that Godfather three is like hands down my least favorite of the three. Yeah. Um, I think the most unfortunate thing about that series, like one and two, are absolutely incredible, incredible movies. Absolutely, and. There was supposed to be a fourth movie. Mm-hmm. The The fourth movie was supposed to take place in the 30s following Vito and his family. I know at one time, uh, I think Leonardo DiCaprio was like rumored to play a young Sonny. You know, so it, it would have been interesting to see because it would have been it would have been a movie very much like Godfather 2. Right, where, where it was Just fill in know, the gaps, kind of a exactly, situation. exactly. Yeah. So I think that would have been really interesting to see. I think I probably would have had maybe. Uh, I I think I would look at the Godfather three and maybe a little bit different of a light, if it weren't like if if that wasn't the final chapter in the, right. in the movie series. But well, I mean, uh, it still would be linear in a linear sense, but it wouldn't be the third part of a trilogy. Yeah. It would just be the last film in a series. Yes. You know, yes. Which still has a certain weight to it, but not as much weight as a, as an ending of a trilogy. Yeah. But like the, and uh, we were talking before we started recording, there's a, there's, I don't know. I, I think I, I've seen it like on the pirate Bay or some of those like pirated sites. There is a copy out there that is the Godfather one and two in like cut up in, in chronological, chronological order. order. I've watched it and it is, and it is quite good. Yeah. yeah I've not, I just, I've heard a lot about it, but I don't think there's, I was just kind of, I was just Googling it a minute ago. I couldn't find where it's ever actually been released. Okay. Like well, in any kind of official way. I won't say how, where I got my copy of it, but the quality is, is good. I mean, it's near Blu-ray quality. Yeah. And it does, it really, if you watch it in a linear way, it literally works as a seven hour movie. It, yeah. There's a there's, title for the two. I, I, yeah, I can't remember what it's to, called. I don't remember what it's called though. It'd be cool to kind of see that released, even if they did like a short theatrical run of it. Mm. it it'd be, it'd be hard to do a seven hour movie in the theaters. Why not? Well, I, I mean, the, movie, the movie, the movie, there's a movie theater by me that does like movie marathons. Yeah. You just put a break in the middle of it, you know? Well, then there's a natural break right in the middle anyway. Yeah. Uh, in a sense, it's the, uh, you know, jumping from the mod, the present day of one to the you know present day of two, because there is a time yeah. gap there. Um, it's not very big, but it's there and it would yeah. be, it would be an, although it, it would probably be at like the five hour mark it really would be much of a mid I mean, you could you could break it up midway through whatever and just kind of right. you know there there are natural cuts yeah yeah in the movie yeah there are really um because there's a there's a time gap just and you're right from the time that hours. Vito gets shot in the first one to his recovery i mean that's several weeks yeah. in, within the story 
Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, there's natural breaks in there for sure. Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, not a um, bad list. The only movie that was brought up that I really haven't seen, I don't have any opinion on. I just don't really have any interest in seeing it as a Star is Born. Yeah, I love that movie so much that I don't own movies and I have it on on DVD and Blu-ray. So yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. It, it's a it's a great story and it's you know I don't know it, it's very very different than the other four movies that you know takes it off you know takes off mm-hmm. of. As far as my number one movie, that's I have I have owned that on every media platform, with the exception of 4K, and I intend to get the 4K. Yeah, but I uh, VHS yeah. VHS DVD Blu-ray. I have two copies of it on Blu-ray because uh, I bought the director's cut and I bought the big box set of all yeah. the films, and then I'm going to get the 4K version. I uh, you know I'm slowly getting back into. Physical media. physical media with music. I don't oh, ever yeah. see myself doing that. Did with, you say slowly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that yeah, that's that's a misrepresentation, my friend. Why is that? Because you went from zero to a thousand in two years. I didn't know it wasn't. It was like three years. Oh, I'm sorry. And you know, it's taken me. I it's I've been it's been five years, I think now. Four and a half. I've been, yeah. Uh, no, it was 18 when you started. No, March. Oh, March of 18. Okay. That's yeah, almost so, five years. So in, in almost five years, I've got, you know, a little over 1,200 albums and maybe, you know, two or 300 CDs. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not That's not really slow now. Because <laughs> I've been collecting since 2014, and I have... About a, I don't even have a quarter of that yet. Yeah, well, or maybe coming up close to a quarter of that, but that's all right. And that's almost that's nine years. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm slowing down in my in my purchasing habits though. Yeah, for now. Yeah, we'll for see now. what happens. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens in the next couple months. Uh, so for anyone watching on YouTube, drop us a comment down below. Let us know what some of your favorite uh, movies are. If you're watching, if you're listening to the podcast. Make sure you uh you know you can go on any of the podcast sites and leave reviews. I think uh, Spotify you can even have you can leave re- reviews on there now, uh, which I guess they really have been for like the last year or so, ever since they like heavily got into podcasting. But uh, yeah, check us check all that out. Uh, you know any email any questions or comments you can email us at entnowpod at gmail dot com. Uh, anything else to add there, Ian? No, no. All right. Well, until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you two cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This hit like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Know they sick as fuck. Now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a gold smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who died for that party? Who died for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up.